0: To know that God is God and beside him there is none other if you will turn with me in the Bible uh, uh, to Psalms number 11 we're gonna begin at the first stanza lift your Bibles let's declare how we're going to receive the Word of God Lord this is my Bible the Word of God I believe what this word has to say about my life and after hearing it my life will never be the same Lord I am hold this word say that I am I can do what this word say that I can do and I can have everything this word say that I can have. My spiritual father, Bishop Paul S. Morton would say, if I receive this word with my mind only, this word will be dead for me. But if I receive this word with a spirit over the mind, this word will be life for me. And then he would tell us to say, I receive life. So I'm going to say that to you today. Receive life. Type it in and say, I receive life. I receive it and I receive it more abundantly. That's what I want to talk to you about on today. Trusting God. I want you to trust God completely. Just type that in, however you're going to uh, do it. Write it in your journal, because I pray that that you're journaling. As I get ready to read this text, I'm moving off the axis of some of the messages that I've been sharing as of late. I'm going to still stay under the umbrella of the secret place, because this is where we're going to receive our power. This is where we're going to receive, listen, the revelation. This is where we're going to receive the rhema. Listen, we are now in the, the... The battle is really in full array. And this is why we're feeling the effects people of God, in our finances. This is why some of us are feeling it as it relates to the church. This is why many of us are uh, feeling it as it relates to family and relationship. But I want to come to you and tell you today that there is an answer. And the answer is Elohim. The answer is Jehovah. The answer is uh, Yahweh. In the name of his son, Jesus Christ, who is Yeshua, our Messiah. So let's read the text and we're going to find out as we deal with the secret place, the secret place. I want to say to you the topic today. Trust God. Trust God. Now, I do a, word, a play on the word trust and then I do a, a play on the understanding as it relates to who God is to us. Now, I've got some pastors and some preachers that really probably could take this and just, I mean, really go forth in it, such as um, uh, um, um, uh, some of them that are watching today. I'm telling you, and I thank God for you just connecting with me, pastors. I I love you so much. So here's the word. Listen, in the Lord, watch this, put I trust. Put I my trust. In the Lord, put I my trust. He stops with the colon because he's got to now pause and then give an example or an understanding of what he's saying with exemplification. He says, how say you to my soul, flee as a bird to the to your mountain for lo, All of a sudden the wicked bend their bow. They stretch it back. They make ready their arrow upon the string they're ready to shoot at you. They're ready to shoot at me. And many are releasing their arrows in the air. Many of them are releasing it directly to your heart. But listen, I want to say to you as I pause right here, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper, but you've got to put all of your trust and you got to put it all in God. Here it is. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. I mean, they stretch it back. Get the picture. They make ready their arrow. I mean, they've got it in sight. They've got you in sight. They've got your family in sight. They've got your finances in sight. They've got, listen, they've got your health in sight. The wicked, I mean, they mean us no good. But I want to say fret not yourself, as I pause right here, of any evildoer. Listen, if God be for you, he is more than any world or any person or any army or any government that can be against you. But you and I, we have to put our trust in God. Our churches now, we have to put our, tr- our trust in God. It should have been there the whole time, but I believe that we moved off the axis of the understanding of who really was in charge of the church And we as pastors or overseers or bishops, you know, we begin to think all of a sudden that I'm empowered. I'm, you know, and then those who run the church, quote unquote, you know, they begin to feel like they're in charge. No, no, no. God is shifting and shaking some things right now and moving some. uh, and, and, And he's setting himself as the new paradigm. Who is he? Holy Spirit. I've been talking about that for the last few days in Acts chapter number two and Acts chapter number one. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you should receive power. And then once we set ourselves, he will come in to us like a rushing, uh, you know, sounding as it is a rushing mighty wind. All right. It, it, you know, so, so that's an understanding. So as we move in, in stanza number uh, two at the very uh, B part of it, he says that they may privately shoot or privately shoot. At the upright in heart, God, because I got my heart right, now all of a sudden I got enemies shooting at me. As as long as I was on the other side, I, it, it it felt as though everything was good. But now that I've set myself, now I'm, I'm under attack. My physical body is under attack. My mental stability is under attack. I'm psychologically I'm in balance. My finances now are torn. My my family is is raging. But now God says, don't don't worry, don't fret. Fret not thyself of evildoers. Don't even be upset with the enemy because he's coming at you. He is coming at you. Listen, because you've set yourself, realigned yourself, circumspectly, amen, circumcised yourself. Amen. You've become, you become set apart or sanctified. You've trimmed back or circumcised yourself. And now the enemy is mad because you've got the mark of God upon your forehead. Did you get it? When you when you when you've been marked, when the anointing is upon you, I, I, I gotta get dive into it. When the anointing is upon you, David, come in now. David, the only reason Saul came at him, and the only reason Saul sent armies after David, it was not that David was not the friend of Saul, it was not that he wasn't a a, 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 a participator in the kingdom that Saul was over. He was he was an advocate for Saul. He should have been the king. At a little bit at the age of 17, he should have been the king then. But even though, listen to me, it was his season. It wasn't his time. Did y'all hear what I said? Even though it was his season. I'm looking away because I want y'all to grab it. It wasn't his time. Y'all, y'all didn't get it, y'all didn't get it, gotta get it. Because see, we, we wonder why the promotion is not happening to me. Why is everybody else getting promoted in front of me? Why why did she get that get this before I got that? Why did he get this before I got this? Why are they able to live over here and I and I'm struggling and striving from paycheck to paycheck? It's because the enemy does not want you to prosper here's the text three, John two. He says, it's my desire that you prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prosper. So when I get my soul together, my health gets in intact. When my health gets intact, now I have the power to get wealth. Do the I'm in 18. But the enemy is not going to stop buffering you. He's not going to stop trying to affect you. That's now his job because you're on the other side. You are now set. Get me as the enemy of your enemy. You're not, you're not the devil. You're not anymore the devil's advocate. You're not working for him no more. You fired yourself and you joined ranks with Elohim, the most high God. Now God says, set yourself in God, in him. I live in him. I move and in him, I have my being. And if my being is in God, I've got to trust God to be. I hope somebody got that. Let's finish on the text. Verse number four, stanza number four. I actually finished stanza number three. If the foundations be destroyed, if that be the case, I don't care how much havoc comes in your life. And if the entire world catches a fire and you do know, it's not going to be water this time. It's going to be fire the next time. I'm just talking like I'm talking. He says, if that takes place, world war three breaks out. If there's a battle in 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 in, in 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 Magog, come on. If if there's a battle of the entire world and, and everything takes place that Revelation says, and it can happen, if that takes place, watch this. What can the righteous do? I'm asking a question. This is what the psalmist say. Let's finish. The Lord is the is is in his holy. Temple. So, if if the Lord is in His holy temple and in Him I live and move and have my being, where do I need to be? That's the question. Where do I need to be in the secret place Psalm ninety one of the Most High? Now, now I, it's not. Oh my God, my God! I hear Holy Ghost talking to me now. It is not the building that we've been used to traveling to. Over the last 20 and 30 years. Let me look over here to talk to this audience over here. (laughs) I'm in a studio and ain't nobody else in here but me. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But I'm going to talk to the choir right now. Amen. If that be the case that I've been used to every Sunday morning, getting up and traveling to the place. And now God has moved his hand. He's kicked over the tables. And there's a shifting that's taking place. Why am I such in a frenzy trying to get into where he said he's not. Now I'm not talking. I'm not talking against the building. I'm not talking against the church. I'm saying wherever there is air, that's where God is, and wherever there is air and God is, there then is the church. You just got to find the access to the place where He is. Let's let's move on. I said that wasn't gonna be long, so I've got to get to a place to where I can really just dive off into this thing because I'm really excited. The Lord is in his holy place. And I just established where the holy place is. It's not necessarily at the address that you've been driving to. The holy place can be right here on this cyber church phase space. <laughs> it could be in your inbox. It could, in, it could be in your email. I'm talking about a link to. Got it? It could be in your, in your bedroom where you've got a mantle set up are a altar set up to pray and read and meditate on the Lord day and night. It could be in your automobile when you're traveling. It, It could be, it could be at a space at your job where there's nobody else around, or if there's a multitude of people around and then all of a sudden, you know, you zone into where God is. That's where the secret place is. It's where you block everything else out and you tap into God. See, the reason we can't now trust God is because there's so many, so many interferences and disturbances and distractions. Nehemiah could not do the work in Nehemiah chapter number two through six, lest he blocked out, um, um, you know, Tobiah and all of these other uh, 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 disturbances and distractions that the enemy was sending his way. You know, Sanballat was sending his way. And when he blocked them out, he said, look, I'm not coming down. I'm not coming down. I'm doing a great work. Uh, Can I can I preface this by saying I'm not coming down? I'm doing a great work. And that's what you've got to establish as you trust God in the wilderness, Abraham, as you trust God, Mary, with the secret that God has given you. And you haven't been with a man. Come on, Uh, you know, Hagar, as you trust God. Come on now, Uh, you know, to hide the disciples that he sent your way. Or the spies that he sent your way. Come on now. I don't care what walk of life I'm saying that you've come from, wherever you are, now God can make that holy and sanctified for, for, for the place of him imparting into you revelation, rhema, and direction. That's your secret place. So let's move on in these last 10 minutes here. The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord's throne is in heaven. So, so the throne is not here, it's in heaven. His eyes, though, behold, his eyelids try the children of men. Watch this now as he blinks. I mean, during the time what this text is basically saying during these times, he's trying us or he's allowing us to be tried because like, come on now, like Job, the enemy is going to and fro and he's asking for permission to just wreck havoc on Job's life. Got it. I'm relating to you. I'm relating to me as Job, and the devil has been seeking whom he may devour. He's been seeking how it is that he can bring havoc on our lives. But the Bible instructs us that Job, because he was faithful, God gave permission for the enemy to go ahead and do it. But he told him you can do anything you want to, to him, but you cannot touch his soul. You cannot steal his ultimate life. And, and, and because of that, now he's tried. But because God is with him. And this is what the enemy did not bargain for. God yet sustained him and had already impacted him with the understanding to remain faithful. Now, I want to stop right there as I, as, as I get the rest of this text in just a moment. Because tempest may come, brimstone may come, and all of these other things may come. Fire may come, and destruction may come. But he says, what I want you to do is I want you to remain faithful. You know, Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number one, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You, you, you know, and here's my definition because the word faith is translated peace thieves, And the word peace thieves in my definition is I dialogue because I've done the trail of blood all the way through the very end of, of the origin of the word. And here's what God is basically saying, because it's not tangible. I can't touch it. I can't see it. He says it's the believability to believe in those things that are totally impossible to believe when believing is totally impossible and unfavorable. Now, why am I now battling with fear? Fear is false evidence appearing real. Why am I now despondent? Why am I now tired? Why do I feel tattered? Why now psychologically is there an imbalance and I'm struggling just trying to get to the day? It's because you are anointed and the enemy can't stand the fact that God has blessed you with revelation and knowledge of the times, Issachar. Come on now. And you now understand... As a praiser Judah and Benjamin, now you have orders to go in war on behalf of the kingdom of God. I'm, I'm now saying I'm talking about the secret place, of tabernacle and our responsibility as it relates to the holies of holies. And God is saying you have a job. Each individual person has a job in this kingdom to shift into place so God can use us in our rightful place. So now he can bless us. But listen, don't get it twisted. You will be tried in the place that God has given you. I wish there were question and answer time right now. And I believe somebody would be shouting back at me and, t- and asking a few questions and you can. And maybe I'll, I'll answer you back. Wh- watch what he says in, in stanza number four. The Lord tried the righteous. Yes, he does. Like he asks you to try him when you give your are you pay your tithes and you give your offerings. He says, try me and see won't I what open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Like you have right to try him, he has right to allow you to be tried. Now, the tempest is not of God. Although he's in the wind that drives the tempest. Huh. Because God creates everything, he's created everything, but he doesn't create evil for his children. The judgment is for the one that is attempting to bring the judgment to you, the one that has stretched out the bow to shoot it at you. It's coming. Watch what the text says. Now, now watch this. the Lord tried the righteous. Watch this. But the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hated. God hates the enemy that's against you. Woo! He can't stand him. First Peter chapter number five, verse number five through seven. The devil comes as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, who he may destroy, he who he may in ultimately annihilate from the position of being blessed and leave you there raggedy and destroyed. But watch what God says. When you cast, trust God enough with your stuff. Give God everything that you're worried about or stressed out about or having anxiety effects by. Give that to God and the Bible says, and when you cast your care, care is translated anxiety, into God's hand, God... Elohim, the most high God, careth, or then has an anxiety attack on your behalf. Now, if you want it fixed, let me give this to you as I get ready to close in these last five minutes. If you want God to effectually fix it for you, you've got to give it to God. And then you've got to trust God enough to leave it in his hands. You can't go there after you've sown it in his hand, you've thrust it in his hand and go back and say, well, God, I, I, I didn't mean for you to have all this. I, I didn't mean I, I didn't mean to leave myself barren." No, you got to trust God with everything you got. You got to trust him with your money, which is not your money. You got to trust him with your very physical life. I understand that you, went, you go to the doctor but you trust and you have to take medication, but you trust God to do the healing. You trust God to dispatch angels to administer uh, medical healing. Come on now. And, and I, I do believe he can take an unsaved doctor, somebody that really don't know him, and anoint them because you are anointed to administer healing to you. But you can't trust the doctor. You trust the God that created the doctor. Don't trust the medicine. You trust God that created the person that created the medicine so that when you take it or swallow it or intravenously incept it, that is not the medicine that's doing it. Is Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. Holy Spirit, Romans chapter number eight, verse number 26. Holy Spirit helps my infirmities, my weak places, my broken places, my contrite places, my inabilities, my in my, my, my lacks, my frustrations. So then it's not by my might. Am I helping anybody? I, I've been talking a whole lot. Anybody saying anything? You know, not by my might, not by my power, not by any strength of mine, come on, but by Holy Spirit. So, so, so let's, let's run real quick. I want to go to, uh, Exodus chapter number 16. I want to find out what the problem is. Y'all ready for it? Don't shout me down. Don't get mad. Don't get angry. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about what, I, how we allow the enemy to come in and steal our blessed place. Now, the, now, because of that, we've got stresses and worries that we shouldn't be stressing and worrying about. Let's remember the children of Israel as God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. Remember that? Anybody, anybody remember that in, in, in Exodus chapter number 16? Yeah. Somebody say amen. I remember that. I, I remember that. But he's not just talking about the children of Israel. He's now talking about us, you and me. He desires to bring us out of Egypt. Out of the out of the hand of bondage of the enemy. Now, in many cases, many of us have already come out. Well, then, if I'm out, why am I not in the promised land? It's because I've got trapped in a warp mentally and I don't see how blessed I really am. And instead of lifting my hands like the children of of Israel uh, as it relates to Judah, Judah is the praise family. Come on now as a praiser and a worshiper. And I talked to you about this last week. Instead of doing that. Now I'm murmuring and complaining. And I really don't have a reason to murmur and complain, because when I really look at it, I'm blessed. Number one, God took care of the enemy and he caused at least 10 plagues to hit him. And everybody that was in that family. Everybody that was in that family the, uh, was affected by it. So much so, at the end, Pharaoh said, "Let them go." The, the man of God Moses has had went to him prior and he says, "Let my people go," and and he wouldn't do it. And now the plagues came on him. I just told y'all something: when you get when you get in the place of being blessed of the Lord, God will call an infestation of plagues to come against the enemy that's trying to hold you in captivity. Yup, that was prophetic. If you're frustrated, give it to God. Cast your camera into God's hand. Let God fight your battle for as far away from you as you possibly can and wait on God. Wait on God. See, there's a time period of, of, of God sowing the seed or them sowing the seed of discord among you. Hanging your name out on yonder side. Do you not know the, the, the this discord is, a, is, is the deadliest sin that there is right now? Read it. That's in. Come on, that's in the book. I mean, sowing seeds of discord. Those are seeds. I mean, disgruntlement and bringing malice and strife against you and you're the child, child of God. The enemy's going to fight that when you let him. The one that pulled the bow back to shoot at you, God's going to fight that battle if you let him. He's going to destroy the enemy. He's. I mean, he, he will break... I mean, he will cause heaven and earth to be disturbed if you're Paul and Silas and you're one is praying and one is praising. He'll cause a calamity in, in a prison jail and the jail doors will have to open because there's a quaking in the earth because one foot of God is in heaven and the other foot has just hit the earth Ram, And if God's big foot hit the earth, come on, somebody, he shakes it and quakes it and cause a moving that will work on your behalf. And all of a sudden you're free. This is what happened to the children of Israel. This is what happened to Paul and Silas. But now 15 days later, after God has just freed them, after they had seen the miraculous hand of God, after he had brought them out with riches they couldn't even count. Their ca- donkeys, their camels, they're, I mean their children were packed. They had new clothes on. 15 days later They had more riches than they could ever possibly have And now all of a sudden They are complaining I come to tell you people of God The reason now you're feeling The frustration of trial Is because we've been complaining About what we don't have And we haven't realized How blessed we really were If you go into the wilderness And you ain't got nothing And you're in the wilderness You're in a desert place If you'll just let God be God And you be God child which is the righteousness of God and wait on God to fight every battle for you and be still he will come in like a rushing mighty wind like a flood to the enemy they may come in one way but when God finishes with them they go run seven different ways and they will go into dry places hallelujah I come to tell you trust God enough to wait on him but now 15 days later I'm blessed and highly favored, living in a house better than great-granddaddy and grandmama and mama and daddy lived in. And I'm complaining. Driving cars and ain't driving wagons. And I'm complaining. Wearing every kind of name brand whatever. And I'm complaining. I may not have a whole lot of money in the bank, but i got a job to go because God gives me the power to get the wealth. And I'm complaining. I got food on the table. and ain't got to grow it no more. Myself, I can go to the market and buy whatever I want. And I'm complaining. Hallelujah. I just paused to ask a question. What you complaining for? What are you mummering for? Talking about, why don't you just let us go back to the flesh pots from whence we come up. The devil is a lie. Flesh pots. That's the that's the that's the throwaway meat that they didn't want to eat that they put it that be mixed up in a pot and that you just eat somebody's slop. My devil is I ain't going back to nobody's slop. I'm a king, you're a king. I'm a your your daughter's a queen, your daughter's a queen. Come on, somebody. Amen. Okay, I told you last week that you're a chosen generation, you're a royal priesthood, you're peculiar. Did I not tell you that? And if that be the case, and it is, stop acting like a pauper! oh god okay i ain't gonna go there i gotta really stop i'm promising my time is up listen if that be the case and you are the righteousness of god and if you're the righteousness of god john would say you're not heir and what joint heir to the what throne of god where's the throne in heaven that means this is not your home you're a pilgrim just passing through and since this is listen the earth and the fullness thereof it belongs to god and god is your daddy abba father and you're his child Throw up your hands. Hallelujah. Like a child would do daddy when he's a little or she's a little girl or he's a little boy. And daddy comes home, and the first thing you do is you throw up your hand, Daddy, pick me up. I just talked to somebody and told you, Daddy, come on. Come on with your best self. Let me jump up in your arms. Let me cast all my care into your hands, God, because you care it for me. I'm telling you, people of God, amen. And I don't care how stinky your diaper is, how nasty you is, how slobbery you is, how much vomit you got on you, how much up, you got round your bib. Daddy picked you up, put you in his bosom and said, come on, baby. Come on, come on. And he started, come on. Amen. Start. Uh, y'all ain't feeling what I'm trying to say. He's cooked a meal. He cleans you up. Amen. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Daddy got it under control, but you got to let him. You got to trust him with your stuff. You got to trust him with you. You can't keep on running back to the devil and playing with the devil, playing Russian roulette with the devil. You're going to hurt yourself. And God is just waiting to see how faithful you're going to be, Joe, before he gives you double for your trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why I'm going to stop. He's going to bless you after the devil finished messing with you. (laughs) There's a blessing in being messed with by the enemy, because when God finished with him, he will move heaven and earth. Uh, it's, it's in the text. It's in the text. And this that you're going through will pass. This is where I'm at over. And, and, and this wilderness place that you're in, you will come out of it. But I'm going to tell you, don't stay there 40 years. Don't stay there another day. You, I mean, I mean, 15 days. They could have already been in the promised land four days eating pomegranates but instead because they were stiff neck am i talking to anybody raise your hand that missed your blessing you know you missed it because you was a little stubborn because you just wanted to do it your way you wanted to act like it was burger whatever that is and i'm not gonna name it amen you wanted to have it your way yeah, amen I'm, I'm a living witness i wanted it my way i wanted it to, i didn't go to the military because i didn't want about telling me to cut my mustache and do it like this and do it like this but if i if i could do it over again there are things that i wouldn't do that i did do that sounds like Paul, don't it? When I would do good, I do evil. And, 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 and the things that I should have done, I don't do. But the things that, amen. You, 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 you know what I'm saying. You, you're doing stuff that you had no business doing. But God says, if you will just come to yourself. Here it is. Romans chapter number 12, verse number um, uh, two. If I just renew the spirit of my mind, First Corinthians, if I just be renewed in the spirit of my mind, have a mind change. And stop looking at stuff as half empty and start looking at it as half half full. Stop looking at yourself as cursed and realize that maybe the curse is really the blessing. Come on. The desert was really the blessing. The enemy wasn't going to follow them into the desert. The, The Reed Sea was really a blessing. The Jordan was really a blessing. And didn't God take care of the Red Sea or the Red Sea and the Jordan, which means a hard place. And when they came over the Jordan, they had to face a Jericho, but didn't He take care of Jericho? and the wall came falling what? And became a street and they walked straight over? Come on somebody. You may have to face some frustrating moments and some conditions that are not conducive, it feels like. But if you will have faith, the believability to believe in those things that are totally impossible to believe when believing is totally impossible and unfavorable. I am making right now, as I close this book, a blessing out of what seemed to be a curse to me. I'm embracing the hard place. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. I'm coming up out of the rubbish. I'm talking to you two, coming up out of the hard place, coming up out. and like Abraham in Genesis 18. I've been saying that for the last three weeks. I want you to get it. And all of a sudden, because in in here in in, in Psalms 11, it says, "And lo," and the word in lo" is translated all of a sudden. I'm saying that you're in the moment of the suddenly. All you got to do is get in your talith. If you don't have a talith, get in a spiritual talith. Get in a secret place of the Most High and God will hit you with a suddenly. Suddenly the enemy is gonna get out of your face. Suddenly you're gonna come out of Egypt blessed. Suddenly you're gonna walk into the promised land where how and inhabit houses you didn't build. I'm speaking to your pastor. Come on now. I'm speaking to your member. I'm speaking to your covenant partner. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm speaking to you, amen, that that that, that are agreeing with me. Suddenly, all of a sudden, that's how it's gonna happen. They can refuse to promote you all they want to, but all of a sudden. He may have to move them so he can place you. But here's what, here's, here's your instructions. I'm closing it all down because I keep talking. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Salvation means to be pulled out of, rescued, redeemed, reaccounted for, put back in the family. That's who he is. He's the Kingsman's redeem Redeemer redeem is an accounting word which means put back on the shelf hallelujah i just heard that, 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 that let me run back to my my drinking days amen oh yeah 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 i ain't always been say top shelf your top shelf stuff the best stuff you're amen if they, if they want you in this season baby you, they gotta reach for you don't be so easily accessed <laughs> man i told you i gotta close all this stuff up because i'm <laughs> I'll keep. But you got to trust God and wait on him. If I was preaching, I'd say, Hang, he may not come. OK, I'm just playing, but I'm very serious. He may not come when you think you want him. But God never misses a time. He's in time, on time, when? Every time. This is the message for the people of God. I thank God for you. I pray you got it. Amen. If you did, type it in and say, Pastor, I got it. I'm trusting God. I want want at least 15 or 20 of you to type in right now, I'm trusting God completely. I'm trusting God completely. Hashtag, come on somebody, full flight 2020. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That's Isaiah 40, 30, 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. This is your sudden mounting up season and it is your time. Well, God bless you. I got to pray for you and I got to go. Father, we thank you. Lord, we praise your holy and righteous name. We lift you up right now. We ask, oh God, that you forgive us of all of our sins and our shortcomings. God, we declare and decree that your blessings flow to your people that are watching and listening. Those that are taking notes, those that are taking it to heart and God, those who you touched and pricked right now. I pray, God, that you will show up suddenly for them. Suddenly, God, let them know that you are God and beside thee there's none other. Hallelujah. God, let your angels rest upon us. Let the glory, the glory, your manifested presence, your splendor, your power, your authority, your angelic forces, your financial deliverance. God, I, I pray now that it rests upon us. It sits on our house in Jesus name on, on, on Pastor Gary Smith's family, Pastor Leonard Galloway's family, God, and their church families, oh God. Sister Lashonda Ord and the Cromities there in Macomb, their church families, God. Those spiritual sons and daughters that are connected to me right now, I pray over them. Those covenant partners that are connected to me. Sister Erica Coney and her husband right there in Minnesota, I pray over them right now. I declare and decree that your blessings flow to them. And to those who will type this in and say, I am trusting completely in God. Lord, see them and bless them. It is so. We declare it and we decree it. Nothing lacking, nothing wanting. Increase and overflow to every person that is connected, and especially those who help to make this ministry work. In Jesus' name we say, amen, amen amen well thank god for you people of god amen um if ever you do decide you want to give if you're a covenant partner don't you dare stop giving listen something some things are coming your way i'm believing god for that uh if you want to connect with us and and be a part and receive the the letters um that i will have directly for my people amen text the 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 combination of letters n b m g to the number five four two four four go ahead and set that up. Send me a message right there and say, I'm connected. Fill out the profile completely, including your birthdays and all of that kind of stuff. Fill it out completely. Your anniversary date, you can do all of that. I wanna stay in contact with you. Likewise, uh, if you have a private request, you can either do it right there on the mobile app on your phone. Download that mobile app to your phone, stay connected. Likewise, uh, you can go directly to my website, www.klpministries.org. You can also fill out a prayer request right there. You can fill out the connection point and stay connected with us. Send me an email if you desire. Amen. Well, I thank God for you. I appreciate you. Amen. Um, uh, Pray for me as I pray for you. We need prayer. Come on. Amen. Thank God for you. May the blessings of Yahweh rest upon you now. I declare it and decree it in Jesus' holy and righteous name. Go and be blessed. Trust completely in God.